Hello and welcome to a very special 10th edition of the Half Full Podcast. I'm Brayden. I'm David. This is episode 10. 10. Numero dos? No. (laughs) (laughs) Numero. Didn't you say that you're considering minoring in Spanish the other day? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Diaz. No. Yeah. Wait, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Diaz. Diaz, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Numero Diaz. Um, um, sorry. Sorry. I, I feel embarrassed no, for my Spanish speaking skills. No, you're good. Um, I'm going to adjust my stand, actually, real quick. This is our 10th episode. Did you think we were going to make it this far? No, I did not think we were going to make it. No offense. Yeah. Uh, I know 10 doesn't sound like a large number to most people but uh we've it's just weird to think that we sat down in this these chairs 10 times well, actually 11 if you count that lost <laughs> first episode that yeah, we did for real. this is really our 11th episode. that's like a total of you think about it we've Heck, almost if you spent don't, you, if, an entire day because usually it's like two three hours we're sitting here true and have you ever um you no know, and we even did a virtual practice podcast like a year ago mm-hmm. do you remember that i do remember so if that. you count that it's really the 12th version but it's 10 this is the 10th official episode half full podcast half full episode um, it was a little bit delayed we're first, sorry about yeah, that yeah first of all i took a sabbatical well i was sick <laughs> so we took a little bit of a sabbatical a sick sabbatical if you will oh a sabbatical a sabbatic ill sabbatic ill if you take uh um and uh i'm sorry i'm kind of coming off of a cold i think austin gave it to me at the last podcast <laughs> uh <laughs> every time they're around each other yeah Braden's somebody next. gets sick Braden's next um, i have the strongest immune system in you the world. do no, i'm kidding you do no mine's, so I, mine must be terrible i think last time he gave it to or yeah he got me sick or somebody got me sick one of you guys got me sick oh you were you were sick too no like the like a while ago the last time we were all together like oh, last oh. year it was like last year oh i thought you well, it wasn't the last time we were all together but the last time one i was, of us gonna was say sick, weren't we, we were together all... just a couple weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> last time one of us was sick and we were all together i would like to... i got sick but not this time i was having a pretty bad day today um but Braden cheered me up he got me a <laughs> twix and if you remember uh from listening to i think our half a ween episode uh i think i said twix is my favorite candy and Braden was disappointed in that pick <laughs> For but I still, that. I still, you know, it's his favorite, so he's got to get one. Thank you so much. I'm gonna start eating that in just a second. Um, <laughs> it's a left twix too. It's a left twix. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, so today is a very special episode. We're doing something mm-hmm. a little different today. Um, and this is a, a podcast we were planning on doing for a while, but I'll, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I, it's our tenth episode. We're not going to have a tenth episode again. So today, we are doing. Or counting down our top ten, uh, see what I did. <laughs> our top ten favorite movies, favorite movies, favorite films. For any of you guys who know us, I mean, obviously you know we see a lot of movies. Even if you listen to this podcast, you probably know that we watch. We a talk lot about of a recent one movie every episode. I feel um, like. I think honestly, David, you've contributed a lot to my music addiction, or my music, <laughs> my movie addiction. Because I mean, I'm glad. <laughs> Honestly, like, so, like I don't know. I just feel like since we've been friends, I've seen a lot more movies. Like, because it's just something we've always wanted done. It's something that I feel like you and I just, I just love 
I, I don't it's know. one of those things like we just always shared like a we've love always, for. We've always shared a love for movies. More, I mean, I I feel like, and again, I feel like a lot of people like movies, but there's, but I feel like I see maybe, and you see probably too many movies. Yeah, like we're big, we're movie buffs. Yeah, because we we like, I don't know, I like the whole shoot. Like I don't know, we we like appreciate. We exactly. I was like, even though a lot of people like movies, we have this bigger appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. Not to diminish the average. Sorry, <laughs> now I sound like a, a jerk. Really? <laughs> we got big egos. We do. Okay. Oh, no. for, okay. Forget everything I said. We love. We have a. We have a bond because we love movies both, and we, and that bond is special. Yeah. No, I just feel like we can. <laughs> I'm gonna try that again. We. <laughs> I just it. feel like we have like I don't know. We have a strong like. Like, we can appreciate, like, the art. Like, a lot of people, like, you know, go to a movie, like, they don't really... For, like, a mindless experience. Yeah, they don't want to sit there and think about it, or they don't want to sit there and, like, decipher what they're watching. Because a lot of people, like, the movie is just, like, kind of an escape getaway type Mm -hmm. thing, which, totally get that, totally. Oh, yeah, for me, too. Like, we just, like... And yeah, and yeah, it still is When we see it, we always appreciate the work and production, the art behind it, because movies are a form of art. Right. There's lots of forms of art. Movies are one of my favorite. It's just an art form we both happen to really enjoy and Mm -hmm. be passionate about, I guess. So yeah. So and that's why we thought it was appropriate to do a top ten, not a top Top five, but a top ten countdown for movies. And we say this every time. I'm going to say it again. This is not the top ten best movies of all time because that would be a different list. These are our top ten personal favorite movies for our own personal significant reasons. So you might be hearing some movies on our list and are like what <laughs> like that's in your top 10 like yeah. you have horrible taste yeah and it, but i'll just be we like might. and we might yeah or maybe but the thing is is like these are significant to us even and we love them for our own reasons whether there's like a memory associated with it or we just or we literally just think it's one of the best because we love it um yeah i think it's ironic that we largely, I feel the same way, like with a, what we just described, us and movies. I feel like us and music is the same way, but yeah. we only left five choices for albums. Maybe we'll come back to that someday <laughs> because we never did our honorable mentions for that because we forgot. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we still have to do Uh, Maybe we'll come back some. You no, know, we should come back to that someday and do like a revisited Revisited episode. one. Yeah. yeah, because it's going to change. Let's be honest. Your for list sure. changed. Sure. Like this, I will have to say. And if it doesn't change, then that means you're not like open to new things, right? Or open to like listening to different things. You want your top five or top ten uh, list to change, right? Um, and I'm gonna say right now, I don't know about you. I actually, until now, the album list was probably the hardest, but I think this might have been harder for me at least. This was the hardest list I've put together because, like, yeah. usually when we do these things, David is like puts a lot of time into his thoughts like <laughs> it's just because of who i am each one because you know he wants to like yeah like he wants to just like justify each choice he's giving like do it the proper due diligence but like i usually show up <laughs> as we're doing the podcast and like create my list on the spot but this one definitely was a lot harder to do i had yeah. to do this one a little bit beforehand because because it was 10 of them. yeah and we'll see how it goes because i could literally like i told him like we're gonna have to make this the majority of the podcast because if we get started on these movies, because at the rates that we're about talking them. about our top fives, <laughs> this might, yeah, a top ten, yeah. Um, because well, we're gonna try to not completely just dive too deep off. Yeah, the deep we're end, not gonna but, bore you. Don't worry. But this uh, top 
Um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, uh, oh yeah, top. Okay, so like when I was writing this list, um, I kept thinking to myself, like, I know ten movies. It sounds like a lot of movies, but when you're making a t- t- top ten favorite movie list. The number ten never seems so small. You know what I mean? Because did you ever like? Did you have movies you could not put on the list but really wanted to? Yes. Because I I felt like ten. When you look at it, it's like man, this is not a lot of movies in retrospect. This uh, time we're all the movies do, I love. Yeah, I mean, this time we're actually going to do our honorable mentions because mm-hmm. we just we have to. Yeah, we got to. And there's plenty more that are not even on my honorable mentions that I still like. Have, oh yeah i mean there's so many good movies there might be like it's a just... like a like a movie that i adore that i completely forgot to mention on this episode and yes. i'm gonna listen back later and be like crap <laughs> but so keep that in mind um even in my honorable mentions i'm sure i forgot a ton yeah, yeah. but um do we have a poll idea for this episode yet no i can uh okay uh no <laughs> <laughs> we don't what should it be? What should our poll be? Well, they the people already decided I would beat you up. The people already decided you would die first in a movie. The people already like. What else do we need to know? Dude? I I can't. I, I will say that a hundred percent. If I uh, last week's poll was, did we actually end up going to see a movie? Did we actually decide and go through of seeing a movie after last uh week or two weeks ago's podcast? And a hundred percent of the votes say yes, we did. <laughs> and I'm going to put it out there now and tell you what we actually did. We, we did. We saw a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! We saw actually. Speaking of movies, that was a horror. We saw a horror movie called Antlers, and Braden oh, hated it. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I thought it was all right. Don't I don't know. Me. I mean, but I you got to explain why I hated it. Well, you hated it because it was just incredibly disturbing both psychologically and visually <laughs> and brayden was literally crouched into a ball on the theater seat and i was laughing just i laughed more at watching you than i did at the movie honestly i just can't do the overly not like, that the movie was funny but <laughs> <laughs> the overly like psychological disturbing gory like horror movies you're just, just covering your face you're covering your face just like, not for me I, uh, people can't see me but you're covering your <laughs> face like with your hands and you're like ah, and you're and it was just i don't know it was hilarious yeah it was hilarious and it made my day or made my night we did that right after well the podcast made my night mm-hmm. that day and i think we're going to see a movie tonight we're seeing him we're seeing the new ghostbuster oh nah. <laughs> nah, we already used that pool yes we are seeing a movie tonight <laughs> we are seeing the new ghostbusters with a huge group of people mm. more than i anticipated it so uh yeah we're excited. Yeah. I'm still trying to think of a poll idea. Um, how about um hmm instead of a poll we could do a uh a question. Like I can like would they submit their own like custom question? Oh really? Yeah. I can just what's your favorite movie? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, what's your favorite movie? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. I'm actually curious. And if you want, we can even read them off at the next episode or sometime in the future. Uh yeah. You're gonna know ours pretty soon. Yes, you are. Um, oh boy, this are you is, ready? For I'm this? excited. Yeah. Did you want to talk about your week at all before we get started? Uh, I mean, my week was just basically school and work. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> we didn't. I hung out with some friends and you know did some boring stuff, but it wasn't. Yeah, wasn't anything too dramatic. Oh, for that sure. I can remember. I was but. sick, and honestly, didn't he was do sick. that much. I was bored. I got caught up on some schoolwork, played too many video games, watched too much 
TV. Ooh, I do want to say um, quick shout out to Adele's new album. I'm a big fan. I still have to listen, but a big fan. I'm excited to listen to it after you were talking about it today. I'm a big fan. She's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was. I li- I haven't listened to the entire album. <clears throat> Sorry, I dropped my cap. But um, from I've listened to like most of it, and it's very li- lyrically well written, which I really enjoy. And her vocals are just insane. But I I I haven't like I don't know. I was never like a huge like Adele listener. Like obviously, I thought she was super talented, but this yeah, album I mean, like I don't know why. I just it came up and i've always I decided sorry i'm sorry, interrupting no, you good. i'm a jerk you go ahead you <laughs> no, keep talking not. no you keep talking i don't know why this I guy <laughs> i just decided to uh give it a listen because it was like on my recommended on spotify and i was blown away yeah like, blown away that's so, awesome if you I, guys are adele fans um or just music fans in general i think any music fan of music can appreciate this album because it's pretty well done i was in the same boat as you because like i've always been familiar with adele and i've always respected her for her amazing ability to write um and perform uh but i haven't listened to as much of her music as i should have uh but i look forward to listening to this i'm excited yeah i also just want to say there's been multiple times now where me and david have been approached like in our daily lives by someone who has just like came up to me and been like hey like we really like the podcast or like, Hey, th- like we're a fan of the podcast and I'm not going to say who it was. Oh, yeah, said no. it. I've had a couple people actually, but, and that's not like, I'm not saying this to like brag or anything. I'm just going to say like, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely like, we love you guys. Cause like, honestly, we did not. I, at least that's like crazy to me that it's cra- honestly like anybody's actually listening to this mm-hmm. in the first place. And that anybody is like willing to come out of their way and be like, Hey, like, I really liked what you guys were doing. Like, or this makes my day better, like more fun to listen to. So Com- we appreciate you guys. That's I all I'm saying. Like, completely ditto what you said. Um, I, yeah, same. Cause like I've had people, you guys are the best because we're just two idiots in front of microphones. <laughs> like, 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 and, but you guys still listen to us. Exactly. Like we have like these reoccurring listeners and then submitting things and texting and being like, Hey, we love your guys' shows. I've had some people at school approach me and say they really enjoy it. Um, I even had a a friend. I went to uh, McDonald's one time, and this friend said that she really enjoyed it, and that just made my day uh, completely. Uh, <clears throat> sorry about my voice, we by hope the way. I'm still make, coming off a cold. We it, hope we make your day. We we you love you. This, but. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for listening, because like you guys are what makes this happen. Yeah. We I do mean, it. We love doing this, but honestly, like we... Knowing that people are enjoying us makes us feel like we yeah. are not just like just talking to a wall. Exactly. But like I don't know. Like it's just it's crazy that people yeah. are actually listening. So yeah, and we and lo- that's not why we're doing it either. Like we're no. just doing this to have fun. Like this is always something we've wanted to do. But we we do it to have fun, and and we hope that anyone listening will listen for the reason of either just like. I don't know. I just hope to make your day better. Yeah. If you're having a bad day, I hope this makes your day better. If it makes, if you're already having a good day, I hope it uh, supplements your day to be even better. <laughs> yes. That we we do this for fun, and uh, it just makes me happy that this is making people happy. Because agreed. Yeah. Thank All you. Right. Thank you for saying that. Let's get to it. Uh. Yes. Now, our top 
10 favorite movies after a word from our sponsor. You may have been hearing a lot about the mysterious world of NFTs. NFTs, or non-fungible tokens, take many forms, but the most popular right now is digital art. NFTs are like digital trading cards, each unique in type and in style. There's one issue though. Most NFTs cost hundreds of dollars at a base price plus hundreds of dollars in fees. To an investor that wants to test out that space, this is a crazy amount of cash. Luckily, we have a solution for you. Introducing NF Newts, the consumer-friendly, eco-conscious NFT. NF Newts are a collection of 10,000 unique newts, all available to collect at a low cost of 7 polygon apiece, or the equivalent of about 10 bucks. NF Newts allow you to get into the NFT game without having to fork over your entire bank account. 10% of all mints and 15% of all royalties will be donated to the Newt Conservation Partnership, a nonprofit that seeks to build freshwater habitats and save wildlife. To check out the NF Newts project, go to www.nfnewts.com and mint yours today. That's www.nfnewts.com. Now we're back. Thank you, NF. And we're back. They uh, <laughs> and we're back. Uh, thank you, NF Newts, for sponsoring this podcast once again. Yes, I was a <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, I was delayed. No, you're um, good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Go check it out. Yes. Uh, uh, now, did you want to go first, or do you want me to go first, or do you want to roll? <laughs> Let's roll. Want to roll? Want to do use this coin? Yes. And whoever like wins the coin toss decides the what famous the gold is. coin. Okay, I'll let you choose. You want heads or tails? Why don't you, wait, which one's heads um, and which one's tails? Good question. We'll do the logos, heads, and the words, tails. Okay. Uh, and um, I want heads. You want heads? Mm-hmm. I'll do tails. I'm not good at flipping. <laughs> like fl- you had a choice. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not good at flipping coins, so I'm just going to throw it onto the carpet. <laughs> uh, what is it? <laughs> I forget what you said. The, uh, I said tails, and that's the words, but I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> I can't read it. <laughs> Hold on. I got to get up. <laughs> I, oh. I'm pretty sure it's words. So I'm pretty sure David's going first. Oh, it's tails. I'm pretty sure. Now I feel bad. Okay. For my decision, <laughs> I'm going to let you choose. <laughs> um, I can go first if you want. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I'll take the pressure off you. I feel bad. All right. I'm excited. This is the most excited I've been for a list in a while. Cause like, so my number 10. Are we ready for this? I am ready. Are you ready for this? Can I just want to say one quick thing, and I will yeah. shut up okay. after this. I promise. Shut up. Uh, we did do the thing. We wrote God. down our number one predictions again, and I will say, while I do know a lot of bra- movies Braden loves, I have no idea what this list is going to condense down to because I am I just confident there's a few on here you would have not predicted. I ditto. Yeah, and I. I'm, but there's also some you definitely will know. I think I have a solid chance of a number one pick. Because I, I will say this, I don't know if my, my prediction for your number one pick is your number one pick, but I will be completely shocked if it's not in your top 10. Like completely okay. shocked. That's what I will say. Gotcha, gotcha. Not, not that I'm building like a... Uh, and I will say David wrote a little bit more like thoughts on his movies than me. Um, so I am going to try to like, as I'm going through these, I'm going to try to just give it off the top of my head as best I can. And if he wants to pull stuff up or if I want to pull stuff well, up, we might do I that will, too. I will say I was writing thoughts, but then 
uh, they kind of diminished when I was doing <laughs> it. So, <laughs> okay, number ten, my number ten, my favorite number ten movie. Again, not top ten. My favorite number ten movie of all time is Dead Poet Society, a nineteen eighty nine film starring Robert William Robert Robin Williams. <laughs> Robert, rest in peace. Um, this movie, I I can't even like. If you've never seen this movie, you need to go watch it. I've never seen it. You've never seen it. I've never seen oh it. My no. God. I actually didn't know you've never seen I this movie. I didn't know that this I knew you had seen it, but I had no idea you loved it this This isn't this is I an know it's incredible great. movie. Um I the first time I watched this was actually in like my ninth or tenth grade English class, which is if you don't know, that's kind of what the movie is about. It's about a teacher. Robin Williams is a teacher. Um and I it's an English class. And it's just basically just like tries to show in this movie like how much a teacher can actually like do for yeah. like students but like his character is just goes like above and beyond and he's just like he goes outside of like schoolwork and he just like tackles like life issues and just like inspires his students to just like sounds like a good movie for Robin Williams. I mean, the famous phrase from that movie is like "carpe diem," which is like a French oh, yeah. phrase, like "seize the day," which is like what he's always like telling his students. And mm-hmm. um, there's just it's an emotional movie, but it's also just like it's inspiring. Oh, for sure. It's just like I don't know, like this movie. I I need to even keep like I haven't watched it in a while, and I, I just some I have the, the best, urge to want to watch it again. Some of the best movies are inspiring. You know, what it I mean? is. It's. It's one of those movies that just like, for one, it shows how good of an actor Robin Williams is. Mm-hmm. But and there's also there's a couple other notable people in this movie that were played like they were kids playing it. Um, I'm gonna try to look up the cast. But it's just, it's one of those movies that I've always you watch been familiar. It and you love. I've been familiar with it. I I've not been. I haven't come down to watch it yet, which I need to do. I'm guilty. Ethan Hawke's in it. Oh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like some sad parts in this movie too, because, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but no, this is definitely like, this is an all, to me, this is an all time classic. This is just one of those movies that like, I saw it for the first time when I was like a freshman or sophomore in high school in English class fittingly. Um, but was I in that class? I don't think so. I was going to say, cause I haven't seen, I would have remembered the movie. It's just, it was, it's a fantastic movie. You got to watch it. Um, if you haven't seen it, in my opinion, it's kind of like a hard movie not to like. It's just got, it's unless you like don't have a soul inside. <laughs> like, I feel like this is an enjoyable movie. Oh, it's, for sure. But yeah, that's my number ten, nineteen eighty nine, Dead Poets Society. That's awesome. Good pick. Thank you. Good pick. On now, to you, now brother. I'm gonna, now I'm gonna watch that. Um. Uh, thank you. Um. Good pick. Uh. So this is number ten. I wonder how many of ours are gonna overlap. If if we even had one that was like the same, that would be a miracle. You think? I think we might have one. Really? I think if we, oh, I mean, like I think we'll definitely share some movies in our list. Oh, you mean like exactly exact, exact number? Oh yeah, I don't think we'll get one of those. Yeah. I think we'll have some similar. Movies I think we'll though. definitely have some same movies though. Um, my Maybe number not. ten movie, I will say, I think will be the most out of left field movie on this list that you will be like, what? This, this, you, this is your top ten. And I don't even know if you've seen this movie. Uh, I'll say that this is... I'm going to hype it up a little bit. This is the oldest movie on my list. Hmm. Coming out in 1961. Probably haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is an animated movie. It is a Disney movie. 
It is 101 Dalmatians. Okay. I have seen it. Yeah. Oh, you have seen it? Yeah. So you might be wondering, why is this in my top 10? Well, I mean, it's a great movie nonetheless, but like, wh- like why is like somebody uh that is not what i was, ex- I was why not is somebody who's my that. age have a mo- <laughs> 101 dalmatians the animated one from 1961 in their top 10 uh well the thing is well first here's some facts well not facts but just like background on the movie it came out in 1961 it's rated g it's a comedy slash musical runtime an hour and 19 minutes uh, it was directed by three people, which is pretty typical for animated movies. Wolfgang uh, Reitherman, Hamilton Lusk, Clyde uh, Geronimi, and stars Barry Lugerson, uh, Lyle Davis, Kate Bauer, Rod Taylor, Frederick Warlock, and many more. So the reason this movie I love um, is we uh, when I was um, when I was growing up. Uh, we had, okay, so we had these, like, TVs, uh, like, those, uh, uh, the- these, like, tiny TVs, I feel embarrassed, why well, can't I think of the name, they- but they had VHS players built into them, mm-hmm. uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, what are they called? There's a name for these kind of t- type of TVs, but I'm drawing such a blank, but they, I don't know, they had VHS players in them, like, receivers, and I had this tiny TV in my room when I was sick, when I was, like... In six or seven years old, I was really sick. Like, uh, and uh, my mom put this TV in my room, and the only VHS tape that at that age that, that we had that I could watch was 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> so, uh, I put popped the VHS tape in, watched it, loved it, and I watched it again and again. <laughs> Over and Fun over. Fun fact, I did not know this. Really? I don't think I ever told you this story. I, I watched have. that movie maybe just that in that week alone. 101 times? Yes, 101 times. <laughs> and and I um, ever since then, I still have a love for this movie. I go back and watch it every now and then. I still love it just as much as I did when I was a kid. And this, I don't know, this movie, first of all, uh, well, it, it, if you probably know the plot to 101 Dalmatians. Um, Corella DeVille is trying to uh, acquire these Dalmatians or the puppies and use them to make fur coats and everything. And then she just had a live action movie I haven't seen yet, but I want to see. Uh, I have not seen the live action 100 Wall, 100 Wall, uh, 101 Dalmatians movie, but I do need to watch that um, as well. I've only seen the animated one. Um, I don't, there's not that much to say about it, but that memory is just so stuck with me that I just had to put this in this list because I love this movie. The significance in its significance in my childhood that I would come back and rewatch it on that VHS. I still have the VHS over and over again. It's kind of stuck with me. And I think, and I just have a love for this movie mm-hmm. that, and it earned its way into my list. I don't no, know. That's actually really cool. I didn't know any of that. Thank you. Um, good yeah. Choice. Good choice. Thank you. That's all I think I have to say about that one. Uh, I like it. I like it. Very, I have not very seen good that movie, in nonetheless. Very long time. Gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, it gets me emotional <laughs> every time I watch it. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> I, Great movie. Go I watch do, it. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. I I was planning on seeing Cruella when yeah. it came out, but I haven't seen that. I still to see that too. I'll, I heard that. I've heard very like, mixed things, but I, I'm hoping I'll like it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I will because I like. <laughs> 
anything 101 Dalmatians content, I'll probably love. <laughs> that's that's awesome. All right. Dalmatians are also so cute. Holy I don't cow. think I've ever seen one in person. I've seen a couple before, but... I don't know. All right. Number nine. Woohoo! My number nine is a film that came out in 2016. It is a spinoff of a, the Star Wars franchise. Really? Oh. Rogue One. Really? Rogue One is my number nine. This was, as I said, spinoff of nice. the Star Wars story. Uh-huh. Um, PG-13, two hours and 13 minute runtime. Uh-huh. I'm a little more prepared on this one. As See, I pulled this up as you were talking. <laughs> um, basically, this is like... I can't really spoil this movie, but it, it follows its own set of characters, not like this, not according or like, you know, with the Skywalker story. I mean, it, it fits yeah. in with the Skywalker story, but it's not the same characters that you would think to see. It's its own set of characters. It's its own like precursor storyline. Um, it stars Felicity Jones, Diego Luna, who I'm a big fan of. If you've never yeah, watched, I love him. If you've never watched um, Narcos Mexico. Sorry, I'm being a Twix. <laughs> he definitely should. Um, on Netflix, that's a really good show. Uh, Riz Ahmed's in this, Donnie Yen. But um, I just think this movie was like so well done for a Star Wars movie. Uh, the plot was just the plot. Just, the plot deals with them acquiring the plans to destroy the Death Star, right? Yeah, that's correct. Like, so it's it's, it's, it's a, a precursor s- to like the earlier Star Wars. If you never watched Star Wars, the original that trilogy. means nothing to you. But if you have seen Star Wars and haven't seen this movie. You need to see this movie because, mm-hmm. for one, it sets up the prequels, and for two, sets up the original trilogy. or the original, <laughs> the original trilogy. Sorry, it is a prequel. Yes, sorry, and um, <laughs> it's just it it I don't know. Like it's, it's a story that didn't need to be told, but I'm glad it was because right. it was so good. And it's something that the was, ending of it is very like tragic too. But it's just such a good movie to watch. Like. The characters are really, really good and dynamic. Like in this movie, like the action's good. Like everything about this movie is just good mm-hmm. until you like walk out of the theater sad. But it's just, <laughs> it's a really good movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's re- it's like, it's got a good villain. It's almost it's surprising good how good it was because. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody was expecting like for how, how good this to be one of the best Star Wars movies mm-hmm. made. But in I, my opinion, it's my favorite Star Wars movie I've ever watched. I saw it with a friend, and I walked out of the theater with him, and I looked at him, and I said something like, "That movie was way better than it should have been." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was. It's no, one, I, I just mean, rewatched it last week. Actually, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Such a good movie. That's my number nine. The guy that directed that movie is actually in the Last Jedi. Fun fact. He's Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards, yeah. He he's next. He has a little cameo. But do you know that scene in The Last Jedi where there's this guy on the salt planet? I forget the name of the planet. But he like tastes the salt. He's like salt. <laughs> it's not him. It's the guy next to him. He's one of the rebel okay. the, the resistance people. That's funny. But fun little fact. <laughs> I don't know why I knew that. I think my brother told me. Interesting. Yeah. Um great pick. I Thank love you. that movie. It's one of my favorites. It is. It's a great movie. Um, uh, we on to me. We're on to you. Shoot. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. Okay. By the way, I think there's a movie called Number Like Nine. If I'm not wrong. Really? I'll Let me look this up. up real quick. I number think it's nine. like a scary. Number nine. Yes. There is. Yes. Somebody's got to know who I'm, what I'm talking about. It's this movie. It's like a ragdoll, like scary. Oh, it's literally just called Nine. Yeah, like, it's called Nine. 
It's like this little like ragdoll animated movie, but it scared the crap out of me. Oh, you've seen it before? Oh, yeah. Oh. Like this movie as a kid literally scared, like scared me to death. Why is it called Nine? I don't know. It's PG-13. It's just like really dark and twisted and like weird. I'm going to have to watch that. That's kind of. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like it's right up my alley. (laughs) Elijah Wood is the star of that, but. I love Elijah Wood. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. All right. You're number nine though. Um, number nine. Well, let's see. My number nine is another animated movie, and I will say it is the last animated movie on my list. Seems like you're okay. Never mind. <laughs> what? Say, say it. it. Seems like you were showing a little prejudice to animated <laughs> movies or to non-animated movies. Um, and this movie is a Pixar movie. Mm, okay. And it is Monsters Inc. Mm. This is interesting. My favorite. Pixar movie, probably my favorite animated. I mean, obviously, probably my favorite animated movie ever. I was going because I was like, at least one Pixar movie is going to be on this mm-hmm, list. Mm-hmm. My top three Pixar's are probably like Monsters Inc., Ratatouille, and The Incredibles. But I gave this one the slightest edge because I think it's first of all the the Pixar has great premises. And thing the thing about Pixar, here's the thing about Pixar. What's the thing, David? Here's the thing about Pixar is they're not kids movies. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, the, yeah, they deal with like very adult concepts. Yes, they're very, they're, they're, they're kid appropriate, but that does, just because something's kid appropriate doesn't mean is there a kids movies because like you said they have adult themes and concepts, and uh, but they're perfect for adults because they can drag their kids to see these mo- uh, movies with them. I don't know if, if you ever seen the movie Soul. That movie's I have very, not. I have not. That movie's pretty adult. Really? Like, like if I were a kid and saw that, I'd be like, what the heck is going on? It's appropriate for kids but it, it's it's really like it, it feels like it's intended for adults in, in like an indirect fashion but anyway back no, to that's Monst- a really good point actually though because mm-hmm. i mean i i feel like a lot of yeah like animated movies are like that and that's why they're so popular i feel mm-hmm. like because especially pixar yeah because like, i mean parent obviously people know parents are going to take their kids to see it there was this like finding nemo is focused on the theme of being a parent and if there's like a survey where like were they like uh or there's like a, stu- not a study but i like w- was reading this thing and there was like a survey where they only surveyed parents what their favorite pixar movie was mm-hmm. and, and like over like 90 something percent said finding Nemo. really yeah and if we're ever parents someday maybe that will change for me too <laughs> that's in my top five though i love finding nemo anyway back to monster so top five for oh. pixar movies oh okay i thought you for, meant no top five pixar movies <laughs> if we ever do a top five pixar movie there's a spoiler because that's one day one day one day Anyway, back to, back to Monsters, Inc., the movie that I'm supposed to be talking about. <laughs> um, this movie came out in 2001. It's like a comedy slash fantasy. It's an hour and 36 minutes long. It was directed by Pete Docter, who seems to be doing a lot of stuff at Pixar. stars John Goodman, Billy Crystal, Jennifer Tilly, Bonnie Hunt, John Ratzenberger, and Bob Peterson, who I did my impression of <laughs> uh couple weeks ago <laughs> um i still did not know he played that <laughs> i didn't know that till i i think i found out a couple years ago when i was like when i uh did the impression i was like who does that and then i looked it up i was like oh it's bob pearson <laughs> anyway um this movie and the back to the premise because i was talking about premise like who comes up with this who comes into the writer's room and is like this okay guys i got a pitch for you okay <laughs> okay uh so uh, there there's like these monsters but they're not really monsters. They're like they're like monster. They're like uh, 
personified monsters. They're like they're like they have the personality of, of like human beings, but they're monsters and they're all <laughs> unique in their own way. And they work in this facility where they have doors, but the doors aren't just doors, but they're portals. And the portals <laughs> take you into children's bedrooms and you scare them and this and then their screens create energy that we use and then like what and right now walt disney's like get the hell out of my <laughs> oh he was dead by then yeah, he but was. <laughs> but um but who comes up with that and they green, genius and they greenlit it and they made it and i mean and, and that's not great the, that's the premise that's not the plot that's the premise the the plot has to do with this monster named solly i don't have this written down i'm just going from memory um and mike was asking also the name of your car X oh yes car. a car I used to drive i named him sully not the car that inspired this podcast no that was a d- different car um um and he basically discovers like a hu- like a, a human child gets loose into the facility you, i mean everybody's seen monsters Inc. so you know and then you he this monster has to figure out what like what to do and Slight spoiler, I guess, if you haven't seen it, but shame on you. He he develops a connection, like <laughs> he gets emotionally attached, as you would, uh, to the child, and then I don't know. The movie is so it it this movie made me cry. I have no shame about it. Mm-hmm. It made me cry. Mm-hmm. it made me cry. Well, it made me tear up. Mm-hmm. Well, when I saw it as a kid, I don't think I cried because I didn't really understand. But I watched it recently, a couple years ago, and I actually teared up a little bit at this one specific scene, well, multiple scenes. But this movie just touches me to the the bone, like emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. know this movie. I, keep, I have to stop saying this movie. This movie. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of animated like Disney movies that would do that to yeah. me, though. Yeah. Another one was uh. Have you ever seen Inside Out? Yeah. 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 That movie's Whew. fantastic. That's yeah. also a great one, man. Pixar, I, I just love Pixar. Pixar, keep up the great work. Um, yeah, I th- I liked Luca too. I saw Luca recently. I thought that was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, Soul mm-hmm. Soul was really good. Coco. Oh, Coco. Oh, Coco is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Coco. Um, I'm about to give another one coming yeah. up here. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, I'm done now. But sorry, Monster Inc. <laughs> is my number nine. Sorry about that. No, don't apologize. <laughs> my number eight is a Disney movie. Woo! It was released in 2016. It is Moana. Oh, really? Moana is I. Yeah, I thought like at first it was gonna be my favorite Disney movie, but spoiler, it's not. Um, <laughs> but it is one of my favorites by far. I remember I didn't watch this till a few years ago. Um but man this movie is incredible. It's it's about like um this basically like this tribe of people like and it's for- got some I forget like, the exact cult plot but sorry. Yeah, I mean it deals with like this girl who like it's kind of just like a coming of age like and a leadership and it's almost like a it deals a lot with like almost like a female empowerment aspect, like, mm-hmm. um, because the girl like kind of like takes over like the, her like people's tribe and like leaves to go, um, save her people basically. And there's like demigods and like all this stuff in the movie, but it's it's a really good like mm-hmm. the characters are really good. It's a, it's, it's like, actually a lot of world build. There's a lot of world building, yeah, yeah which I really liked. Yeah, there's a lot of singing in it. And but it's it's just and the songs are good. Yeah, the music's good in the movie. It yeah. is. It's really good. Um, 
I just love the whole like Hawaiian islandy like feel to the movie too. Hawaiian but... islandy feel. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But it's I don't know. Like <laughs> no, I I like that because I agree completely. I sorry. I need to stop talking. No, I just think this <laughs> this movie it just has like very positive messages in it. Mm-hmm. Like as most Disney movies do, but like this one in particular, it's just I don't know. I thought it was really good. Like animation wise too like it's just like a really beautiful movie to like watch yes um but yeah i, I mean i don't have too much to say about it if you haven't watched it you definitely should their animation's amazing now. yeah yeah it's just it's a really good like storyline um good characters good music good everything like this movie's just good it has the rock in it, it has <laughs> yeah um i don't want to butcher some of these other people who are in it um, but it is, it's an hour and 43 minutes. PG came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a great movie. One of the, one of the best, like better, uh, animated movies to come out in the last decade, I'd say, mm-hmm. especially musicals. Um, definitely. Yeah. Really good. I just saw yeah. that, that newest, not, not the newest, but somewhat newer. It's almost like we're Disney fans and or it, something. We are. Yeah. <laughs> I am at least. I know, I know you are too, so. Yeah, we are. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. It's not a musical, mm. but mm. really good. Really good movie, actually. I loved it. I mean, um, when's the last time you've seen a bad Disney movie, though? There actually was one, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, Which one? N- Nutcracker. Nutcracker. It came out a year or two ago, I think. I've never watched it. Don't watch it. <laughs> I think that's... Is that what it's called? I don't even remember what it's called. I think it's called... It's Okay, hold on. Quick Google search. Nutcracker movie. Is that the full... I, it has a fuller title. Oh, here it is. Um, Nutcracker... Nutcracker in the Four Realms. That's what it is. It's not animated, though. It's live action. Hmm. I didn't like it very much, though. Sorry, that's off topic. Gotcha. Um... <laughs> Great pick. I love Moana. Thank you. Are we? I think we're probably Moana. on Moana. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> You're welcome. Wait, I think we're basically off of Disney movies now. So for anybody who's not a Disney fan, um, or maybe we're not, David. I guess I have to wait and find out. <laughs> um, You're number eight. Are you, oh, I'm sorry. Are you done? I am done. I'm yeah. sorry. Great pick. Thank I you. loved that. Um, This movie... Okay, now my number eight pick is a movie we've actually talked about on this podcast before. I uh, guess it's a horror movie. It is a horror movie, and it is hereditary. Wow, it's that low for you? Yeah, it's number eight. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you thought it was higher. Actually, I did. Actually, I, I don't know why higher. I think you would think it was higher. Never mind. I don't know why I said that. I mean, I know it's a movie you really enjoyed, so I thought yes. it would be like top five for you. It is. Yeah, considering that I love horror movies, I guess it would be surprising that my favorite horror movie period is number eight on my top of all time list um but yeah hereditary is my number eight um came out in 2018 it's a horror slash drama uh two hours seven minutes uh directed by uh ari aster who's also made midsummer um he has a new movie coming out uh called disappointment boulevard i think is what it's called Mm. It's, it's mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix is going to be in it, I think. I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> um, Quoted. <laughs> this movie stars a very snubbed performance of Tony Collette. 
she should have gotten an Oscar nomination, maybe even a win mm. from this movie. I will never not be upset about it. She's terrific in it. The Os- the Academy protests the Academy. Academy just likes to pretend horror movies don't exist sometimes, but that, <laughs> that's okay. Um, uh, what was I saying? Uh, Alex Wolf, Miller Shapiro. We talked about your um Oscar like competition you always have. Oh yeah, yeah. Every year, every year, my uh uncle organizes this Oscar competition um, where we all like put in picks and see who wins at the end um, for my entire extended family. I won last year. Yay. Congrats. Thank you. Two Did years. You get a trophy? Yeah. We, we pass it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We passed this trophy around two years ago. Wait, is it actually, you actually get a trophy? Yes. Oh, but wow. I haven't gotten it yet. I don't think. <laughs> I've never seen it. I was going to say. <laughs> I'll have to show you to you sometime. If I, I, actually, I, I, I think there is. I don't know if it's not actually a trophy. I think it's like a doll. Mm, that's creepy. I don't, well, not like a doll, doll. I don't remember what it is. I'm going to have to ask. Two years ago, I was tied with this other person and I lost because I put 1917 for best picture, but it was Parasite. Mm. So I lost by it that and because of that i despise Par- i'm just kidding I, parasite's <laughs> actually a fantastic movie i love parasite never seen it it's really good um now what was i saying what am i what was you're I talking about oh hereditary, hereditary yeah. yeah hereditary uh millie shapiro's in it gabriel byrne and dowd uh fantastic movie uh this is a movie i'm not gonna get too much into because i don't even know how to describe the premise of this movie this woman's mother dies it's not a spoiler it's like the premise and things unfold after that it's <laughs> all i'll say but I, I i already talked about hereditary in a previous podcast so i'll make this brief but the way that this movie is is just presented the presentation of this movie is kind of brilliant i'm a huge fan of ari Aster's now i'm excited for disappointment boulevard which by the way i think is gonna be like four hours long oh god <laughs> And um, it will be disappointing of a boulevard for him because I won't be in his box office or I won't be in the theater watching. In his so. box office. Oh, yeah. You will be watching Midsummer though. I don't think so. I'm going to make you watch it. The, one of these days, I'm, you're going to watch Midsummer. Um, Maybe when I've lost my last nut in my head, David, and I've just gone off the rails. Your final chromosome just leaves your head. Um, anyway. Yeah, I just... Yeah, Midsummer Midsummer will probably kill some of your chromosomes. But that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, the way this movie is presented, I just love. I just it works. It's almost like this movie was made for me and what I want in a horror movie slash thriller slash drama, even or whatever you want to call it. It was just. It was like it was made for me. Like it, it fit every puzzle piece in mm-hmm. what I wanted in a horror film because I but I have weird tastes as you all know. So that's all I'm going to say. Hereditary, <laughs> fantastic. Go see it. I did not see it in theaters, actually. I saw it at home for the first time. Um, mm. My brother my brother saw it in theaters, and he loved it. He was like, and a few months later, he was like, hey, we should watch Hereditary. I think you like it. I was like, sure, and loved it. Gotcha. Loved it. That's all I'll say. That's a good good, good pick. I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was <laughs> going to be that low, though. I am a little bit surprised. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> my number seven is a movie. I know for a fact, you know I've watched, but mm-hmm. I don't know that you'd think I'd put it on here. This is a movie that came out in 2019. It is an extremely long movie. Oh, I, I know what it is. I it actually, is yeah. The Irishman. Yep. This is a movie, I'm pretty sure I watched it 
over quarantine. Really? Or like, I'm pretty sure I watched it in 2020. Great I, movie. I can remember watching it at home. Uh-huh. And I remember it took me two days to watch this movie because it is, I'm pulling up the runtime, three <laughs> hours and 30 minutes. So this is a movie definitely, it, you got to strap in. You got to have some time it's committed commitment. to this movie. But I know like a lot of people can get down with a show that's like 12 episodes long and yeah. an hour every episode. So like there's no difference really to me. This is a crime movie. It's crime slash drama. Mm-hmm. It's a mafia movie is what it is. It's brilliant. This movie set in the 1950s. Um, a lot of the characters are based on real life people. Um, like the shrewdness of like the portrayal of some of these characters. It's are, almost it's almost scary actually. It's up in the air whether how accurate it actually is. But it's just this movie is insane. Well, like the portrayal, I mean, is like oh, the portrayal of by the actors is phenomenal. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. I'm sorry. No, yeah. but I mean, like how like the movie is like true, like based on based on like, yeah. I see what you're saying. The true, like how much truth is based on, is still up in question. But um, it's star, it's star studded, like especially of mafia movies. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, uh, Harvey Keitel. Uh, there's just. This movie is everything you want in a mafia mm-hmm. or crime movie. Like it's a it's classic just, Scorsese. Like yeah, it's uh, Martin Scorsese. It's um, I just think it's everything you want in one of those. Right? It's nearly like a flawless movie. Like yeah. storyline, like everything. And this movie is it, it focuses around like the characters. Um, well, I, the main character is Frank uh, Sheeran, who yeah. is like obviously like. It's fo- focusing on like the Italian mob and or Italian mafia or whatever, and usually like that's a birthright type thing. And Frank Sheeran is obviously Irish, and so typically he wouldn't be in the mafia. But this is like just showing how this Irishman guy who's not Italian gets into the mafia and becomes one of the, basically the most powerful and deadly people like to exist within it. How? How many sittings did you have? Watching? Two sittings. Two, same. Yeah. I watched them two. I went two hours each. And it also focuses a lot on the character or the actual person, Jimmy Hoffa, who was like a president of like this union and huge member in like the mafia uh, back in, I think the 50s or 60s. And yeah. he actually did disappear in real life. And um, they still don't know what happened to him, but that's kind mm-hmm. of like a lot of what this movie focuses on. Yeah, is like, for sure. It's trying to explain that in its own way, but um, it's it's really Joe Pesci. I love Joe. I Pesci. love Joe. I was just about to bring Joe, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci up. is one of the most like just badass characters ever. <laughs> just like he's so like anything he's in. I he, love I his lo- demeanor. Like he's, I don't know. He's so cool, but he's so like funny. Yeah, and like also scary. Oh like, yeah, he's just crazy. I love Joe Pesci, um, especially in this movie. He's great. Yeah. Like everyone is just every one of these actors is great. Have I mean, you ever seen My Cousin Vinny? I have not. That, I think you'd love that movie. Uh, he's real. He's in that movie. It's it's like a courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like your typical. S. I'll shut up. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean I don't have too much else to say about it. It's just <clears throat> it's really well recept. Like well. It was received really well. Oh yeah, by critics and like <laughs> the public who ever watched it. Yeah. But it's just, it's fantastic. 
The have, Irishman. Best mafia movie I think I've ever seen. Even after some other ones I might mention at a later time. But, um, yeah. The Irishman. Go watch it. I saw... Um, when I was speaking to the Oscars, when I was watching the Oscars from that year, I think Ricky Gervais was hosting. And he made he made a joke. Uh, it was like... All right, everybody, I've brought in a clip to show you from the Irishman. It's 40 minutes long. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> great movie. Yes. Great movie, yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it's it's dark. It's like a crime. It's it's violent, but if, oh, if yeah, you're don't, in the mood oh, yeah. for like... It's not for kids, by any means. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the mood for a mafia or like a crime drama movie, like that's based on reality. Like this, It's just crazy to me that like, this kind of stuff was like happening oh yeah that this stuff like happens. not that or long happen- ago yeah. like in the 50s and 60s were not that long ago like i mean my grandparents were born in like around that time yeah and like it's just crazy and mm-hmm. it went on beyond the 50s and 60s too it's just this when this movie takes place but yeah for sure insane this movie's insane and it Absolutely. comes into my number seven but it could have it, w- it was nearly higher than that but definitely yeah it's one of those movies though like i didn't put it higher because of the length Truly, because it's not, it doesn't have much replay. You can't just sit value. down and watch it whenever you want. Yeah, you have it, to be... it doesn't have much of that replay value. It's For just sure. kind of like, but it's a great movie. So. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're on to your number seven. Great pick. I love that one. Um, I should have seen that one coming. I knew you loved that movie, but I didn't think about that being your list for some reason. Sorry. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> it's okay. You're forgiven. Um, my number seven pick is um a comedy. Really? Movie. Yes, it's a comedy above a horror movie. Are you really? surprised? Yeah. I'm very surprised. One of my favorite movies, one of my most, I'll, I'll, I'll use this adjective, beloved movies of all time, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Really? Okay, yeah. I, I It makes sense. I adore this movie for a similar reason. I adore 101 Dalmatians, but not the exact same. We were on vacation uh, one time, and we were in this house that we rented and my cousins and I, there's the it was like storming a lot of nights during vacation, so we would like sit in. But the only movie this place had was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, so we watched it over and over and over. And usually, you get sick of movies when you watch them over and over. So if you're watching a movie over and over and you still like it, that's probably a good sign. I this movie is first of all it's hilarious. I love the like 80s 90s humor thing, like the Naked Gun movies are some of my favorites. But Ferris Bueller earned its way in my heart because it's kind of I just love the whole uh high school like um like a like the the, the comedic uh approach to like to the whole high school aesthetic even though that's not really mm-hmm. the point because it's a day off from high school but they yeah. kind of go back and forth and there's something and the movie is like fun to watch because it's almost like you want to be the characters. You want to be each character that's in the movie. Like, I wish I was Ferris Bueller doing this. Mm-hmm. I and and has some amazing one-liners. Like Bueller being one of the most famous quotes from the movie. Bueller. I, it, Bueller. Um. Uh, Cameron. Oh, let me. Sorry, I forgot to read the info. Um, movie. Uh, came out in uh, nineteen uh, eighty-six. Um, it has a runtime. <clears throat> excuse me 1986 it's like a comedy uh google has it in it as a comedy slash romance uh it's now in 43 minutes pg-13 um directed by john hughes rest in peace uh stars matthew broderick 
uh, Alan Ruck, uh, Mia Sarah, I think. Uh, Sarah, Sarah, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Uh, Jennifer Gray, Jeffrey Jones, more and more. Um, I mean, John John Hughes makes like some of my some of my favorites and most beloved comedies, like uh, Breakfast Club. Uh, I've never seen Sixteen Candles, but I know he made that. I think those were all back to back. Fierce Bureau's Day Off, Sixteen Candles, and uh, you're gonna br- catch some hate for never seeing Sixteen Candles. I know I am gonna catch hate for that. <laughs> I need to. I shouldn't even call myself a fan if I haven't seen it. But and Breakfast Club, those were all back to back. I forgot the order, but they were. I think they were back to back. Anyway, um, great movie. Just I don't know. It's 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 so rewatchable and it's so mm-hmm. fun. Like it, you can put this movie on in the background, but right, you'll get sucked right. in, and it will be it's a perfect movie for that. You also get sucked into it. It's just a it's a fun movie. It's lighthearted. I you I know what I mean? It's fun. It makes you feel good inside. Mm-hmm. It kind of brings out like the rebel in me because <laughs> it's like, dang, I want to skip school someday. <laughs> but I also don't live in Chicago, so it probably wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> no, I think you described that movie perfectly. Like it's one of those. It's just fun. It makes you feel good. Like mm-hmm. you can have it on in the background, and it's just like one of the. That's exactly like the setting. I feel like I watched it the first time. I think I was at a friend's house. And yeah. It was just, on in the background and i was just kind of like watching it but Mm -hmm. it's a good movie for sure yeah it's just yeah holds a special yes holds a special place in my heart (laughs) yeah i gotcha yeah that's interesting um i didn't i knew you liked that movie i didn't know it was going to be on your list though so i'm glad i surprised you good pick good thank you (laughs) all right so Um, so we're uh oh never mind not quite halfway there i was going to say we're halfway there we're not i was going to say are you surprised by our each other's I so am far? surprised by your picks. So I'm surprised far. by some of yours as well. I'm, I'm definitely surprised by 101 Dalmatians. I'm sur- I was surprised by Moana. I know you, I, I, that's a great movie. I knew you loved it, but I didn't know it was on your top ten. It is. I'll say is. that. And it, it's. It, I'm actually kind of surprised looking back that it beat out some of these other ones on my honorable mentions, but it did. Um, number six. We're back to Disney. Nice. This is a 2009 film, a Pixar movie. This is Up. Beautiful. This is, I don't think this movie really needs much. Rest in peace, Ed Asner, by the way. Yeah, I don't think this movie really needs much description or introduction. I've seen this movie plunt like so many times, but it is one of the few movies that has made me just cry. Um, It's just, it's just literally like about life basically, but it focuses on like an older couple and um, it kind of shows like the story of how they met and grew up and had this like dream to like move. And a lot of this movie I feel like is symbolic in some way, but like it's just really like it shows like um the sadness and like the beauty of life like in the same in the same way. Like I don't know, my words aren't describing it properly, but it's just and obviously they're like there's funny like it just shows, like, I don't know, even when you're, like, older and, like, things, you know, it seems like life, like, hits you hard, like, you know, like, his wife dies and, like, all these things are happening. There's still, like, new life. Like, there's always going to be new life. Like, he's got this young kid that comes into his life and, like... Life goes on. Brings, like, this new energy and the dog and all this stuff. And, it, yeah, it's just, like, it's almost like life is bigger than you and like it will go on after you and Beautiful. like while you're here like you just still got to do whatever you want to do like and that's basically what this movie is 
It's mm-hmm. like, do what you love while you're here. Cause there's going to be people here after you. There's going to be people, the world's going to move on without you. And even though you can sit and cry about it and just, you know, make the world feel pity for you. Yeah. Or you can just move on with your life. And that's what this movie is. And that's why it's so good. And it's sad, but it's also like amazing. 100%. It's like so, it's so wonderfully like animated and told and like, it's a super cool adventure story that goes along with it. And like, obviously it's got like fantasy elements to it, but it's just, the story is really good. Like fitting. It's, yeah. It, and it, and it goes with like what I was saying earlier about like Pixar is really yes. for adults. Yeah. I don't want to say it's like, I, I don't want to make it sound like it's exclusive for adults. Yeah. It's not, but it's for everybody in mm-hmm. that movie. I saw that movie with my brother, my dad and my grandpa. And I remember my grandpa just going on about how much he loved it mm-hmm. after when we walked out of the theater. And mm-hmm. I was pretty young when I saw it for the first time. And I feel like I didn't appreciate it as mm-hmm. much as I do now. Same. Rewatching it. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, like I can appreciate it more now <clears throat> that I'm older and can understand it really. Yeah. But it's a beautiful movie. Like there's, uh, it had to be my top Pixar movie, it's my beautiful. top Disney movie. It had to be. Beautiful or just like a great concept of this guy trying to carry on. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Like uh, Ellie. Yeah. The name of the wife, right? Mm-hmm. He was just trying kind of holding that burden with him and mm-hmm. it's just... But, and yeah. on the outside, people see him as this like grumpy old man, but mm-hmm. really, that that's just like, that's not who he is. Yeah, and it it it's just, but it's it kind of demonstrates like things happen, but mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. you got to keep going. Quote what you said, yeah, yeah. Think, I mean, it it just does a great job of like showing that and yeah. like in the most magical way, Disney way possible. Mm-hmm. But not just one of the best Pixar movies, but one of the best like Disney. I think Everything it's just one under of the their best movies. In oh, general. one of the best movies. Like yeah. animated, not animated, Pixar, not Pixar. Just in general. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Like if you haven't seen Up, something's wrong with you. Yeah. And you should go to the doctor. <laughs> and then you should come back from the doctor and watch Up. <laughs> Number six, David. <laughs> beautiful. Um, I've said beautiful so many times. Um My number six is by uh Oh, sorry. Hold on one second. Uh, my number six pick is a movie by what I, I, I believe, I think, I believe is Braden's favorite filmmaker, and that's Christopher Nolan. Mm. Um, Correct. It, hey, I was right. Uh, <laughs> and that movie is The Dark Knight. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Knight, uh, I would probably say, okay, um, it, uh, I want to say it's, my favorite superhero movie, period. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if I can call this just a superhero movie because it's not. It's definitely more than that. It's more than that. And this, I mean, Google has this defined as an action slash adventure, which is appropriate. Um, oh, it's on HBO Max. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at Google. <laughs> um, this, uh, th- this, this, first of all, before I get into the movie, this whole trilogy is fantastic. Uh, all this movie made a billion dollars. I'm not surprised. I didn't know that. A hundred still make if it would go re release in theaters today, it would probably make a billion dollars again. Yeah, it had a hundred eighty five million dollar budget. That's a good return on your investment right there. <laughs> um, Hans Zimmer did the music, yeah, and uh, stars Christian Bale, uh, great Batman, as the you all know. Batman. 
Uh, Gary Oldman as James Gordon, who I also love. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Gary Oldman is in another movie on my list that I have not said yet. So there's a little teaser. Michael Caine um, as Alfred, Morgan Freeman, Aaron Eckhart, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. But I the, know what the movie is. Actually, I think you think you know what it is, but it's actually not what you expect. Dang it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, the best performance in this movie is from Heath Ledger as the Joker. My favorite obviously. Joker. Obviously. Rest in peace. I don't believe he got to see this movie. Uh, but I think he passed away before it came out. He did win the Oscar for it. Uh, such a charismatic Joker. And not and I I was reading that when he was announced as the Joker before the movie came out, people were like, "What? That's mm-hmm. interesting casting." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he is just so, in a good way, uh, but not in the way you might think if you haven't seen the movie. He's just so charismatic mm-hmm. on the screen, and he becomes this whole new identity. A very untraditional Joker. If you're like familiar for war and all that, it's not. But it works with the. It works and complements Christian Bale, not Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan's atmospheric take on the Batman universe and ba- and Christian Bale's Batman. They play off each other mm-hmm. very well. It's just it's he's disturbingly like real, real. Like, he's very real. Yeah. He's a very real Joker. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if you if you ever watch the Michael Keaton Batman with Jack Nicholson, I love his Joker too. His is a little bit more animated and a little bit uh more like uh exaggerated, but in a good way. It works really well mm-hmm. with the uh. And I think Joaquin's Joker is also oh Joaquin fantastic. is fantastic. Yeah, honestly, there really has a bit of bad Joker portrayal. Caesar Romero, Mark Hamill. I mean, Jared Leto's is. Up in the air. Oh, I forgot about Jared. Yeah, I have. Well, the movie itself, like I said before, a very untraditional superhero film has a lot of uh, real themes and elements. And it's PG-13, but it really edges that line Mm -hmm. a lot in this Mm -hmm. movie. Um, And I kind of feel bad. This is a little off topic. I always feel bad for Tom Hardy because I feel like his... His Bane was fantastic. His Bane's fantastic. I think it gets overshadowed, though. He does. Because everybody always talks about Heath Ledger's Joker. Right. Uh, But his Bane... It's fantastic as well. Um, but The Dark Knight, yeah, just it's so entertaining from start to finish. It's just so fun, um, entertaining. Long it, movie. It is a long movie. How long is it? Did I say how long it's it was? It's probably almost three hours. It is two hours and thirty two minutes. Okay. So about yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, really I mean, just my favorite Batman movie, that new new Batman, new Matt Reeves Batman with uh Robert Pattinson might change that though. Yeah, I, I think it might. It might. <laughs> Who knows? We'll have to find out. Um, not just my favorite Batman movie, my favorite, maybe my favorite superhero movie. And I'm really sorry to disappoint you if I say that without having said any Marvel movies yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to. Well, we'll get to that later. But, <laughs> um, fantastic choice. Thank I mean, you. You basically hit every nail on the head. So, yeah, sounds good. I don't have much to say. Now we're halfway through. <laughs> Numero cinco. I got that one right. <laughs> um, on number five is a movie we watched together. Ooh, uh, pretty recently. It came out in 2019. It is a biopic. It stars Shia LaBeouf. It is Honey Boy. Yes, I love this movie. This movie is probably 
like for you guys listening, it's probably a lesser known movie to like I would assume the general audience because this wasn't like a major release. Um, but it is undoubtedly one of the most like I don't. It's one of the movies that like shook me the most watching it for the first I, time. Yeah, it's like such great acting in this movie. Um, it's based on if you don't know what it is, it's basically Shia LaBeouf is portraying his own father in the movie and like he's basically telling the story of like his childhood kind of growing up and like the father he had in acting and it's very it's very dramatic like it's there's a lot of intense scenes um a lot of just like hard things but it's just very real it deals with like a lot of real issues um it shows how bizarre like his childhood obviously was like his dad he he portrays his dad in just insane. Like obviously we don't know his real dad, but I forgot it was Shia LaBeouf playing him for a while. Because it's just his portrayal of his own father is insane. It it's just raw. It's emotional. Like this movie is, and also like kind of eye opening in a way. Yeah, it's very because it carried with him. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's as far as dramas go, stayed I don't, with him. I mean, I don't think dramas get much better than this movie. Like. The portrayals and like just the acting. It also has Noah Jupe in it who plays um, Quiet Place. Yes, but he's he plays Shia LaBeouf. He's, like, he's a as very, the kid in this movie. He 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 has a future. I'll tell he you does. That. Yeah, he can act, especially like if you don't think he can act, watch this movie and you'll know he can act. I think this movie is his best performance, without yeah, a doubt, for sure. Um, but it's just fantastic acting in this movie, like storyline. It's just, it's a different movie, but it's just, it's really, really good. Like, Mm -hmm. as far as, it's just one of those movies, it's not too long. It's an hour and 33 minutes. It's one of those movies, like, if you want to see really good acting and just see a really good drama, like, movie, movie, like. Movie, movie. This is it. Yeah. This is your movie. I love that. Um, Honey Boy. So, that's my number five. (laughs) I love it. On to you. Um, uh, Great choice. I remember watching that. With you, we watched it with Bryce too. I think Bryce was here, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember watching that. And I remember um, you were, you've been talking to me about that movie for so long, and I feel and it, I was actually familiar with it when it came out. Like I heard about it, but I just didn't get a chance to to see it. But I was glad that I got to watch it uh, with you. Thank you for introducing me to that movie because that's you're welcome. One of my favorites. Great movie. Um, my number. Five, we're in five, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My number five pick is a movie I am fairly certain you haven't seen before. I fair. There's a small chance you might have. I don't think you had. Um, but this movie was bound to be somewhere on my list because th- this is from my favorite filmmaker, period. And that's David Fincher, who makes like the best movies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. When, not really. I think I know what this is. The movie is seven. Not what I thought, but yeah. can I can I guess what you thought? I thought was it Zodiac? No. Was it? I thought you were going to say Prisoners. Oh, that's Denny Villeneuve. Oh, is it? That's yeah. Right. You're but right. it's a very David Fincher esque movie, though. Okay. A lot of people actually think he directed that movie. Uh, <laughs> seven. Yeah. This is a seven. movie I haven't seen, but I've heard a lot about. This movie came out. Oh, I love this movie. 
This movie came out, <laughs> this movie came out with 1995. It's rated R. Is this the first R-rated movie on my list? No, Hereditary was R, sorry. Uh yeah. Uh sorry, what was I saying? Um 1995, it's a crime slash drama. It's two hours and eight minutes. Um directed by David Fincher, stars Gwyneth Pal- uh Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Um and basically and this the point of the, the purpose of this movie not purpose, sorry, the premise of this movie is, you know, it's it's there's a serial killer, but he only kill he kills people based off the seven deadly sins, and he kills people who he thinks uh kind of represent each one of those sins. Um and uh Brad Pitt plays a, a new, I believe, like a uh like just uh, I think I forget. okay I'm embarrassed. He put he put he's just partnering up I believe with Morgan Freeman for the first time. And Morgan Freeman's about to retire. Mm. His character they're they're both de- sorry they're both detectives. Mm-hmm. They play detectives in the movie. Why am I drawing a blank? How that work? It doesn't matter. They both t- play detectives detectives in the movie trying to catch this guy. And I can't say more without spoiling it, but. This movie is very <laughs> disturbing, <laughs> um, but not not in the way you'd expect. Um, it's not a like a thriller or I you could argue it's, you could argue it's a thriller. It's not a horror though, but the it's I just love stuff that it's written so well that like all these dots connect in clever ways. It's easy. Well, it's not easy, but it, it's some people think it's easy to connect dots, but it's even harder to connect them in a creative way that that you know really illustrates and mm-hmm. formats your story we can look at it and be like oh that's what happened here that's what happened here that's why this happened blah 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 like bringing it all together bringing like, it all together in a way like makes you think sewing through all the yeah and tying it all um i don't know this movie is is it one of those movies that has a lot of like background details like little hidden things that you got to pick up on yeah it does which i love it, it it does. It's one of those things that you don't notice though until you watch it again. Mm-hmm. And I've even like, I'll admit, I've like watched those YouTube videos where it's like things you missed in seven. Yeah, They're, like those yeah. clearly clickbaity videos. But I got suckered in for this <laughs> one. Um, I don't know. Not much to say. Uh, one of so much one of say. one so much. This sorry, <laughs> you got me going. <laughs> one of Brad Pitt's best performances, in my opinion, not the best, maybe, but one of the best. Uh. Uh, I this movie's definitely on my watch list. Yes, can I watch it with you? Yeah, we can watch it. <laughs> I would love to watch it with you. Um, yeah, sorry, that's all I have to say. It's one of, I could honestly probably put any David Fincher movie on here, but that's one I went with. I also love. Uh, we'll get to the honorable mentions later. I got you. I <laughs> sorry. Got you. Yeah. No, that's a good one. I I didn't think I know you really like that movie, but I wasn't even thinking about that one when I thought about your list. So. <laughs> My number four, I'm not really going to touch on this one much because it's one you already had. Really? Number, number four is... First Overlap. The Dark Knight. Nice. <laughs> um, David pretty much hit every nail on the head. The highlights, I mean, the Joker, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, Heath Ledger, incredible. I, Christian Bale, I thought was... I think he's the best Batman so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... I agree. This movie, like you said, the whole trilogy is just fantastic. Really good. Um. But yeah, my number four was The Dark Knight. A lot of people we already talked about it, so yeah, yeah. A lot of people what? I was gonna say a lot of people 
forget that there's a movie called Batman Begins that's the first one in the trilogy. Right. Because, like, you really don't need... I shouldn't say this, but you could watch The Dark Knight without watching that and still love it and mm-hmm. know everything. Batman Begins is still worth watching. Um, They're all good. Yeah. They're all good. So yeah. I don't know why I said that or brought that up. No, they really are. Yeah. Um, But we already talked about it, so... On to you again, David. Sorry Number that four. I sorry that I took that one. It's all right. I feel bad. It's all good. Um, remember earlier I said Gary Oldman was in a movie. Mm-hmm. I think you actually were thinking the right movie. I just wanted you to make you. I just want. I have to confess. I think I wanted to make you feel like you were wrong, so I told you you weren't. But I think you were thinking of the right movie. I hope I was. You might be. Let's find out. My number four pick is Harry Potter. And the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. Is it, was it, was that yes. it? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. This is my... First of all, this is like... My number four spot really goes like for the Harry Potter franchise. Mm-hmm. And again, this list is really about our favorite, personal favorite, what's significant to us list. And my number four slot really goes to the whole franchise. But Prisoner of Azkaban is probably my favorite one. So I'm going to be talking about this movie specifically. And I love the Harry Potter franchise. I've only read the first two books. Then I got lazy. <laughs> but I love the movies. Prisoner of Azkaban um, is my favorite. Uh, for, I don't know. It's just, I love, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. But I feel like a lot of people have seen it. But this, this movie is the first movie. Even if it's only the third one, it really kind of breaks off. It does its own, like, just, sorry. Okay, how do, okay, hold on. <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase this this movie as much as i love the first two ones they have a very similar formula mm-hmm, those first two movies right. this one really breaks off and does something different yeah helps that there's a new filmmaker behind the camera this time and the all the actors are starting to grow up at this point and be getting better at acting mm-hmm. <laughs> as well um and but the and the writing of i mean it's all based off you know the the books and but the the story itself uh breaks off into this whole new element and there's a lot of world building a lot of new things introduced in this movie uh came out it's rated pg came out in 2004 it's a fantasy slash adventure i'm just reading this google thing every time i do this by the way (laughs) it's two hours and 19 minutes um and i don't harry potter love it or hate it it's just one of those things that we talked about with Dune. I was just so excited that there's a new thing to be excited about, like a new franchise, a new world to become mm-hmm. nerds about, yeah. new lore to dive into. Harry Potter is like one of the best franchises if you like that kind of thing. Is to under like kind of go into the lore, get to know these different characters. It's 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 I don't know. It's one of those. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those. But this movie in particular is just so enjoyable from front to back. Um, uh, sorry, I forgot. This movie was directed by Alfonso Cuaron, who, uh, he's the only, this is the only movie he directed in the Harry Potter franchise, but I really liked his approach. There's this scene where I love like the direction, uh, where Harry is talking to Mr. Weasley. Um, and it's, they it's, he, if you watch that scene, go back and you'll watch how he utilizes light. So the light's only on Harry's face and you can't really see Mr. Weasley. It's a small detail, but stuff like that, I hmm. love choices he makes. It's so subtle, but it's like one of those things that if it weren't there, it would make a difference. Yeah. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, Gary Oldman, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Gambon, um, Alan Rickman, 
rest in peace uh yeah great uh, movie great movie great franchise great movie. there's that re- there's that 20 anniversary movie i'm so excited that thing on hbo max is it a out. movie or what is it's it? not i'm sorry is it's it a, a show it's like a special i'm so excited i'm so excited and uh for does it come out new year's day or like the day after or i don't know i think it does celebrating 20 years since the first movie it's insane to think mm-hmm. about actually but yeah yeah did I'm, you see that one coming i feel like you did yeah you, i did yeah. yeah um that one's also i will say it's not on my list but it's on my it was on my honorable mentions because mm-hmm. that is my favorite harry potter yeah movie. i was going back and forth between prisoner of azkaban and deathly Hallows part two those yep. are my two favorites yep. but i just gave the slightest edge to prisoner because i would agree it's more it's easier to watch by itself and yeah yeah i mean yeah i remember when we first watched him i was pretty conflicted after watching the last one yeah which one you liked more it's definitely I wish I could go Great back movie. and revisit those memories of having you watch them the first time. God, that was that, so fun. That was fun. <laughs> I really <laughs> enjoyed can that. Can I just say, this is off topic. When we watched the last movie, the the the, the last scene ends with this big music, like every instrument in the ensemble in the, for the score this movie is playing. And it's just like this big triumphic triumphant score playing at the end of the last movie and i had the volume like all the way up <laughs> for some reason i shook the whole house it was like <laughs> and then bruce was like dang dave you trying to bring down your house and I was like, <laughs> uh, great um, bruce impression thank you that was terrible <laughs> yeah, it was yeah i know I, I, it's okay <laughs> um <laughs> oh man you're right though thank you all right, my number three. My number three is a t- movie that was released in 2014. Um, it is a sci-fi. It is Interstellar. Great movie. A movie starring Great Matthew movie. McConaughey. Um, this movie is trippy, I guess would be a good <laughs> word for it. Yeah. Um, it makes you think. I'm going to pull up the facts about it. Go on your little friend Google here. It is two hours and 49 minutes, so it it's is long. a long movie. Yeah. Uh, PG-13, sci-fi slash adventure. It's basically, it's caught in, it kind of deals with climate change and like the earth is just kind of like dying, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like a crop shortage. There's like these storms and they're basically trying to find a way to get to a planet with like obviously where they can inhabit life on a new planet before the earth. Right. They can't support life on earth. And, um, that's what this, like, obviously that's what the basic of the movie is. It's got Matthew McConaughey Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain, uh, Michael Caine, Casey Affleck, Timothy Chalamet's in it. Timothy Chalamet's in yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's, this movie is just so good though. Um, from start to finish, the acting's good, but it more than that. I mean, Matthew McConaughey is great in this movie. But more than that, it's just the scenery in this movie and just, like, the the way it makes you think about things. Because yeah. it deals with, like, time travel. It deals with, like, all these different concepts um, that are just, like, foreign, obviously, and, mm-hmm. like, hard to think about. But it does it in a way that just makes you think, of, like, man, like, this is really interesting. Yeah. And then... Don't feel ashamed if you feel dumb watching no, this movie. No, like, this movie is, like, it's, hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. Like, it's one of those movies that's just... It's a lot, yeah. But that's why I like it because it's so brave and like what it's trying to do and all the Absolutely. things it's trying to conquer. 
But some of the, the different planets and stuff, like, just discovered in this movie, it's just... Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Like, and the science behind it. Yeah, the science and, like, the ideas. Like, whoever came up with the script for this movie, like, I just love it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's basically all I think all Christopher I, Nolan wrote the script, didn't he? He might have. I'm not sure. But, yeah, this is a Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, the this Dark is your Knight second movie. Also, Christopher Nolan. This movie. is your second Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, it's just music by Hans Zimmer. Um, the screenplay was written by Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan. I forgot his brother writes screenplays with him sometimes. Yeah, this was this. It's my favorite space movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's not really close. I mean, my second closest I think would be the movie Gravity, but this movie is just something special. It's the one space movie I can always come back to. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did we, did we watch this in class? We did in what eighth class? grade. It wasn't the first time I... I Margaletta. I, Margaletta. It wasn't the first time I've seen it. I've seen it before. I think I saw it in theaters and I loved it. Great. I'm pretty sure I actually like he brought it in because I kept requesting it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it was one of the last days of school and he's like, well... Oh. He was like reading off the movie options we could watch and I was like, Interstellar, 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 Interstellar. Do you mind if I... Uh, give a shout out about this movie. Not yeah, a shout go for out, it. but something. One of my favorite scores, like Hans Zimmer's score, is like. It's one of the most like, come. It's like one of the most like in recent, uh, in recent years, one of the most recognizable and come back to scores in terms of like people transcribing it for piano arrangements and yada yada yada. Um, such a great score. Sorry, I love the score in this movie. Mm. I, I was going to give my top score, like my favorite score of all time, but I thought, you know, maybe that'd be resurfaced in a different episode. Oh, like, yeah. My top scores. I could probably so, do that one. Um, but maybe not. We'll see. Your number three, David. My number three. Dang, we're getting, oh, man. Getting down to the wire. We're getting down to the wire. Top three. This is, no this pressure. is a beloved movie for me. Um, <clears throat> This is. A very sorry. I'm gonna stop hyping it up. This is a very good movie. <laughs> there, there's my preface. Um, just kidding. This movie is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, mm. the third Indiana Jones movie. And I just this. I okay, okay. So I was going back and forth between Last Crusade and Raiders of the Lost Ark, and my dad and I were having a conversation the other day. And my dad was talking about, we both agree, I think we both agree that Last Crusade is our favorite, but he was also talking about how Raiders was like such a like, it, when you went to Raiders and saw that for the first time in theaters, it was just insane because the opening scene was just so much different from anything, anything a movie a movie has done before that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that opening sequence in Raiders is awesome. And the whole movie's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think, I just think that Crusade, well... Raiders might be a better standalone. Crusade is just so so terrific from front to finish. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, I love it. It's my favorite Indiana J- Jones movie, and it's really funny. <laughs> it's such a funny movie. I don't. There's a lot of humor in the, those movies. Yeah, they're very quippy. They're There's very a new one coming out by the way. There is, yeah, which I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this movie came out in 1989. Uh, it's PG-13. So this is just PG thirteen. I thought it was PG. Actually, oh, actually, it makes sense because Temple of Doom was the movie that inspired the PG thirteen rating because that movie was PG. But a lot of people were upset about how like dark it was because mm. that movie was pretty dark. And 
So I think so it would make sense that the third one would have the PG thirteen rating. So anyway, um, it's two hours and seven minutes, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, um, and uh, the movie stars Harrison Ford, uh, Sean Connery, who um, passed away recently. Um, and this movie, okay, so here's the thing about this movie. Uh, well, first of all, Sean, Sean, Conner- Sean Connery plays Indiana Jones's dad. And I think it's funny because I think in real life, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford were only like 10 years apart. <laughs> mm. But perfect casting. Perfect. With a emphasis. Sorry. Sean Connery is the highlight of this movie. His character is hilarious, hilarious, but also plays a very important role for the development of Harris or excuse me of Indiana Jones and uh Henry Jones, Sean Connery's character. Mm-hmm. Um oh, River Phoenix is in this movie. Joaquin Phoenix's brother. Uh I think and he played Indian there's like a flashback sequence and he plays Indiana Jones as a kid mm. and he's great as gotcha. as him. Uh he passed away though, didn't he? Yeah, he he died in, so, yeah. in the 90s, yeah. Um, but he is great as him as well. Anyway, uh, uh, John Williams, obviously great score. My, I love the grail theme, uh, and you know, the Raiders March, obviously some of his, one of some of his better pieces. Um, I was watching this other video that was talking about a score and made me appreciate the grail theme more. Um, but the, the, my, the biggest thing about this movie is it's fun from front to back. It never loses your attention and it's always like keeping you up and energetic. It's kind of it's kind of one of those movies that makes grabs you, makes it feel like you're there. It's also really funny. I don't know. I think it's well said. Thank you. It's just one. Of, it's it's so freaking good. <laughs> I love it. And I yeah. remember you and I saw Raiders at the Drive-In. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that was? Fun. I do remember that. That was really fun. <laughs> I like your. I like the pick. I, I oh, wasn't really you. expecting Indiana Jones on here actually. For me. Oh yeah. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of that trilogy mm-hmm. trilogy yeah it's a trilogy <laughs> not of the not of the new one or the newer one i'm not a fan of the new one no one. i gotta be honest i got you. i love shia labeouf but that new one's rough for me yeah i mean i, I understand why people don't like it yeah. i think as an individual movie it wasn't terrible but like yeah, yeah. compared to the other three it, yeah i hate to sound like it. one of those people that's like oh it's bad because it's new mm-hmm. but no it's like i i that's i'm not one of those people i just I just can't deny that I think the all the first three are better. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, just, it lost a lot of like the heart. Yeah, the heart that it had. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Anyway, that's it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, we're on to my number two. <laughs> my number two is also another movie released in 2014. It is my one and only Marvel movie on this list. Oh, I already know what it is. <laughs> it is Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. This movie, if you haven't seen it. You're missing out. Mm-hmm. This is just like this is by far the funniest Marvel movie I think that's out there. Yeah, um, without a doubt, in my it opinion, just, it focuses on like this misfit gang mm-hmm. of. I mean, obviously, I feel like most people are familiar somewhat with Marvel, and but maybe not. Um, it's like this misfit gang of like. Space Even if you're not outlaws. a Marvel fan, go watch it. Honestly, yeah, it's just such a good movie. Uh, like, they're space outlaws. Basically, they're criminals and. They don't have a lot in common, but they do. They find they have more in common than they think. And obviously, they get together. They're all these individual, just unique characters. Um, it's super funny. Chris Pratt, 
pulls it all together. I mean, he's the main star. It's really the movie that really made him a big star. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, he's hilarious in this movie. Bradley Cooper, hilarious in this oh, movie. Yeah. Um, Everybody's so good. Yeah, Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's your just, celebrity crush. She is. She's one of my celebrity <laughs> crushes. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's just man, this movie. This from start to finish, it's just. I think the humor really does it well. Like this is James Gunn. This is just a James Gunn movie. Like mm-hmm. it's so well done. It's funny. It's a lot of good action. Um, but there's also like that. There's still like a seriousness to it at times too. That's oh yeah, like, they, it, like he as funny as James Gunn is like in writing. Like he doesn't forget to like leave out like something serious mm-hmm. or sentimental because like it brings every movie I've seen of his like. There's always that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's such. He's so good. I love the premise of having a bunch of oddballs grouped together. Yeah. To to accomplish something beyond them, which yeah. is what Guardians is. And I feel like, and he's such. He's so good at handling those like characters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why they recruited him for the Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, I mean that's what that is too. Right. It's just yeah. I mean they're just like these knockoff. Like they don't fit in. Like they're just outlawed. You know. Yeah. They're not society. It's your favorite, favorite Marvel people. movie too, right? It is. Yeah. And like and this was like it's funny because like as a comic, this was like not a big comic. Like No, nobody knew. It was like an unpopular Marvel comic. Mm-hmm. But it turned into one of the most popular Marvel movies. Yeah. Like, one of, of all, the best. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's just and also I just gotta shout out like this one of the also the, the themes in this movie is like Oh yeah. Him leaving Earth in like the seventies and um I won't get into much to it if you haven't seen it, but like the music in this movie is based on his like cassette player. He still has with him from the seventies and eighties. And so like the music is just, the soundtrack is amazing. The soundtrack in the first movie and the second movie. mm -hmm. It's just awesome. It just makes it like that much more. It really, it adds to the movie. It really does. You and I as a fan are both fans of of that music. mm -hmm. So I was so excited to see a resurgence in that music after that movie. And like, I have that, I have both one and twos like soundtracks on vinyl Mm -hmm. and it's just, Oh, you have them on, you have the records. Holy cow. It's, it's phenomenal. (laughs) You are a fan. Look at you. Yeah. That's awesome. That's my number two. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Um, what's your number two, David? My number two after number two is you want to do the honorable mentions. Um. Yeah, we could do that. Um, number two is this. I mean, this is like, uh, this, I mean, this is probably arguably the most famous franchise of all time, and I have Star Wars, Episode Five, The Empire Strikes Back. Mm. That's I what knew I Star Wars was coming. I didn't know if it was two or one. Yeah, I put Star Wars. I mean, it's Star Wars. You know, what I mean, I this. I mean, this is going on the list, but. Looking back, and I know like billions of people could say the same, but Star Wars had a huge impact on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't alive when the original trilogy came out, and I really wish I could have been to understand, you know, how big of a deal that was. But I grew up, uh, I grew up as the like the the prequels were coming out and everything, and because I was like in that generation, even though I I acknowledge that those are flawed movies. I still get a lot of enjoyment out of them. I like them a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, so I, I mean, it really goes to show each generation has such a different perspective. Right. You know what I mean? And, um, but I don't know. I'm a fan of 
Star Wars is Star Wars is hard to talk about now because mm-hmm. the 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 new trilogy is so divisive that it's almost I some of that magic is gone when you talk about Star Wars mm-hmm. um, because you don't know if where you're going to be talking to is going to lo- love it or hate it mm-hmm. and uh, but whatever it doesn't matter but Star Wars in 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 the greater scheme of things everybody loves Star Wars though in general you know what I mean and I feel like everybody loves the original trilogy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hit or miss with the prequels. Some people love them. Some people hate it. The sequel trilogy is hit or miss. But um, to play it safe, we everybody loves the original trilogy. And Empire is my favorite. I think this is like one of the best sequels ever made. I th- I, th- I do think I do like it more than the original. I think the original is great, but I do like it a little bit more than the original because I feel like I love the concept of separating Luke with Leia and Han and. Uh, Chewie and all of them because it really it, there's so much character development but with all these characters because there's character development in the first one too but that movie is very much an introductory to this world that we still come back to you know uh, like 50 years later mm-hmm. um, and so that's a very introductory movie but this one really focuses on Luke and his development and the side more side characters like Han not side characters but you know, like those characters, yeah. Han, Leia, they're all developing, but they're also playing to their strengths. Han, he's playing this like very lovable, charismatic, uh, charismatic like, character, yeah. Harrison Ford again. Um, and this movie, I'm just gonna say it again. It's Star Wars. Everybody yeah. loves Star Wars. It's it's the second Star Wars movie. It's just a lot more world building. Introduces you to new things. Star Wars is so big now. There's so many books. There's so many comics there's so many movies now there's so many games even and there's it's just it's it's amazing how big it is mm-hmm. it's so big it's hard to wrap your head around yeah and but this movie is just i think it's i think it's like just this one's one of the first star wars movies I've ever seen so it's uh even though i grew up as the prequels are coming out i still watched these first i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. um and this one I don't know. This one stuck with me because it's just so good. I yeah. love the confrontation with Luke and Vader. I think it's one. Of, it's like one of my favorite fights, just because I love the whole. It, it kind of shows that Luke is growing, but he's not perfect yet. Uh, and you know, Vader's literally just toying with him. Um, it kind of and so in that uh, in retrospect, it's kind of showing growth between them two, because you know, we don't see really the big growth of a lot of growth from Vader till. Return of the Jedi, but it kind of, uh, I feel like, uh, sorry, where was I going with this? I don't know. I feel like, I mean, obviously there's a, there's a twist in that movie that fleshes out Vader mm-hmm. a lot, uh, which if you don't know the twist then, <laughs> then come on, but anyway, yeah. but that movie fleshes out him to Vader more so in Return of the Jedi movie was, uh, directed by Irvin Kirshner, uh, not George Lucas, um, George Lucas did write it though. Uh, stars, you know, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, Frank Oz as Yoda. This movie also introduces Yoda. Uh, I don't know. It's Star Wars. It is. This this is really. You don't nice. have to say much about Star Wars. Yeah, this was real. I mean, I put Empire here because it's my favorite Star Wars movie. But this is really this slot belongs to Star Wars in general. But Empire. Strikes Back is probably my favorite Star Wars movie. 
Uh, great so pick. great pick. And I know Star Wars is a very hard thing to talk about. So if you hate me now for saying that Empire is my favorite, I feel like that's a safe pick, though. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good pick. Yeah. Um, Just, yeah, great pick, great pick. Thank you. Mine, I mean, my Star Wars representation was Rogue One, so we yeah. both had some Star Wars on here. Absolutely. As we should, as we should. Um, okay, so you want to yeah. do honorable mentions first? Absolutely. Okay, I'll just go through them quick. I'm not going to talk about them really much. Yeah, I'm just going to name them off. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions that I haven't talked about already, The Truman Show, mm-hmm. um, 1998, I think, starring it's Jim good, Carrey. It's a good movie. It kind of just like was one of the, it was a really unique movie like at the time. I think there's been a lot of shows like it, or not shows like it since, but like <laughs> a lot Sorry, of- Sorry, I'm just laughing because you're like- I'm just going to list these off, not talk about them. Yeah, shut List up. the first one immediately <laughs> starts talking about it. <laughs> There's just like, okay, I'll say a little bit. But no, I'll no, no. I, I'm, I, you can talk as long as you want. I love it. I just thought it was so There's funny. There's just a uniqueness to this movie that like other shows and movies have tried to like, you know, cap, like, uh, what's the word for it? Capture. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just, this was kind of just like, I don't know. It's, it's very like, um, almost matrixy like but like in its <clears throat> own different way like it's a television show type thing and like i don't know it's it's just really yeah, good. It's a, yeah. uh finding nemo nice. which we kind of brought up once goodfellas which is mm-hmm. a mafia movie um really close second to the irishman for me but still fantastic mm-hmm. wally oh yeah great movie once upon a time in hollywood uh quentin tarantino movie came out recently Big fan of DiCaprio and Brad Pitt mm-hmm. in that movie. Really good. A Quiet Place, which I mentioned oh, is yeah. my favorite horror movie. Mm-hmm. And The Departed, which is another yep. mafia movie that we actually did watch. We together. watched that together, yeah. So, those we are watched my that virtually. Mentions. We did. We found a way to watch Netflix virtually together, and that's how we did that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, quite a few honorable mentions. I just want to point out that there are so many movies I love, and I probably just drew blanks. Can think, right, right. Couldn't think there's of them plenty up. more that I haven't talked about. Yeah, there's so many I love it. Here's my honorable mentions: Whiplash, which was number eleven mm, for me. Great movie. I love that. Which one, I haven't yeah. seen all of it, but seen scenes. Or well, did we watch, we watch it? No, all? we watched it together. No, we, we did watch it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and that's a freaking phenomenal movie. I honestly yeah. forgot about that movie. Yeah, I, I, I will. It's like one of my favorites as a drummer. Obviously, that's one of my favorites. Even as a drummer, there's also elements of it that are cringy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. as a movie, it's great. It's fantastic, and that might be number eleven for me. Uh, Shawshank Redemption, Alien, uh, Back to the Future. I wrote down handful of Marvel movies because I mm-hmm. love so many Marvel movies and Star Wars movies that's and Harry cool. Potter movies. Yeah, yeah. Pulp Fiction. Um, I said I put I wrote down Denis Villeneuve. Take your pick. <laughs> all his movies are good. Honestly, I might have to put Dune up there. Yeah, National Treasure. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about National I love Treasure. That one. Yeah, good that movie. one's really nostalgic for me as well. Yeah, Ratatouille, Apollo thirteen, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I that one completely like escaped my mind. That's yeah. definitely an honorable mention. Almost could put it at ten. That one almost nine, made my list too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Gone Girl, another Fincher movie. Uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck's really good in that movie. Oh, so is uh, Rosamund Pike. I love her in that movie. Um, Into the Spidey Verse, another never great seen one. That. Uh, oh yeah, well, I'll show you that movie someday. <laughs> uh, Goodfellas, Irishman. I put both of those on here. The Departed, 
mm-hmm. three Scorsese back to back. Taxi Driver. Oh, four Scorsese back to back. I haven't seen that one. That's a great oh. one. I think you'd like that one. Um, if you like Joker, you like Taxi Driver. Yeah. Uh, Interstellar. I put on here. Inception. Inception's um, a great one. That's a great one too. Just um, recently watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that one. Um, the Incredibles. I put on here. Uh, and Pulp Fiction. All good. Yeah. All good picks. And there's so many more I love. I just couldn't think of at the moment. And yeah. So just keep. Uh, there's like yeah. There's probably some movies in my honorable mentions that you're probably like, I can't believe that didn't make your top ten. Mm-hmm. But again, like these are personal to us. We ever that we we have like our own stupid reason <laughs> why these are in our top ten because like I don't know. Yeah, we're it's we- just our what we like the most. Yeah, it's just sorry. Stupid wasn't why did I say stupid's not the right word. Yeah, you calling me stupid? Yeah, I'm calling. No. <laughs> All right, David. Sorry. I think it's that time. It's that time. Do we want to reveal? Oh, do you want to reveal the picks before? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Or do I, or, I, I well, forget you how can we reveal yours, and then before I yeah, read I'll mine, reveal then, yours. So, so I'm gonna read my number one. But before I do that, David has a guess of what my number one is. So, David. Yes. Uh, so my guess, I wrote down. I already know is wrong because he said it already, <laughs> and I'm actually kind of shocked because I'm not gonna lie. I mean, well, I'm not shocked because I. I said if this wasn't on your list, I'd be shocked, and it was on your list, but I'm still a tiny bit surprised, because I really thought it was your favorite movie for some reason, and that is Interstellar. Mm. It's it's number three. I mean, it's up there, but it is not my favorite movie. (laughs) I wrote down Interstellar, yeah. Do you have any guess what my number one might be? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, Is there a marker? Yeah, one of those works. Okay, oh. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm going to write down my second guess. Okay. Because I do think I know what it is now. Now that you eliminated so many others, but I want you to like <laughs> be the one that reveals it. I so I'm going to write it down so you don't know so you know I'm not cheating. All right. Um Oh wait. This one's not the one that doesn't work. <laughs> I will say this is by far my this is my favorite. Can you far uh, and above. So sorry. Any other movie? Thank you so much. Almost you got it. Yeah. I'm just an enormous fan of this movie. Okay. I wrote it down. Okay. All right. My <laughs> number one is... It came out in 2019. Oh, shoot. It's not right then. It's a Shia LaBeouf movie. Oh. The Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh. The Peanut Butter Falcon. This is my favorite movie of all time. I one awesome. The only movie I own... I have bought, went out of my way to buy. Um, <laughs> that is This awesome. movie, it stars Shia LaBeouf. Um, it focuses basically this kid with Down syndrome. Um, he is like put in a nursing home because they didn't have care for him. Like yeah. he didn't have parents. He was kind of like a foster kid, but they just put him in a nursing home. Obviously he didn't belong there. He ends up like escaping from the nursing home, going on the run and um, he kind of meets Shia LaBeouf's character, who's kind of like this criminal outlaw. Um, and they basically, it's almost like a Huckleberry Finn type like story. Like, they yeah. go on this like adventure, uh, but it's such like a warm hearted, like good movie. Yeah. There's a lot of like realness in it, um, but it's a, it's a sweet, it's like, it's a really warm, good hearted movie. Um, but it's just, it's so good. Like Shia LaBeouf's great in it. Um, the kid with Down syndrome in it is 
Zach Gottes, Gott, Gottsigan, I think is how you say it. And he's great in this movie. Um, and it also has, um, what's his name? Thomas Hayden Church, Dakota Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, John Bernthal's in it. There's, mm-hmm. It's just a fantastic movie. Um, if you want a movie that's going to make you feel good, or and it's got good adventure in it too. Like it's got, just it's an all around good movie. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know how to explain it. You just it's just a movie you need to watch, like for your own humanity's sake. <laughs> um, it's really good. Like, and then I'll I'll reveal a little bit more. I guess like they go on the run and like Zach has like this dream of like he's always wanted to be like a pro wrestler, and so like they go basically they're on this journey to like try to make that happen for him to like. Yeah. Make his, like... Yeah. Make his dream come as close to reality as it can. But it's really good adventure, um, drama, whatever you want to call it. It's awesome. It's my favorite movie of all time. Highly recommend it to anybody, no matter who you are, what you like. Like, just a great movie to watch. Just watch it. Yeah. (laughs) That's my number one. That's a great pick. And that's a very satisfying great pick. Um, Can I... You still haven't watched it, have you? No, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm familiar with it. Before you watch, we watch any other movie. That's the yeah. next movie you're watching. Um, sounds good. Yeah, I I will I will happily commit to that because yeah. I do want to watch it and and I I know how much you love it and if you love a movie that much, I know it's good. So, what was your uh, guess there? My second guess was also wrong. I wrote Sicario. Oh man, okay. <laughs> I messed up. I knew there was one I was forgetting. Sicario would be on my top ten. Uh-oh. In fact... Uh-oh. What are you replacing? Man, <laughs> I'm probably... I would probably bump Moana off, keep all the other ones, and I would put Sicario, honestly, probably at number four and bump really? everything else down. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sicario... I, I can't believe I forgot about Sicario, honestly. Sicario is... My one of my favorite movies of all time. That's awesome. Another it's got that. I was gonna say. I'm just gonna spoil it. That is my favorite score in a movie of all time. Sicario. Yeah, and it's just the action, Who did the like storyline. It's just fantastic. And I have to look it up. Who did the um, score for Sicario? Man, Sicario. I cannot believe I forgot about Sicario. <laughs> um, but yeah, that would be on my top ten. That's, I, that's a revision I'm making right now. That's Denis Villeneuve as well, isn't it? Sicario. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. But good good guess because obviously oh, you knew better than I did. <laughs> oh, but no, no, it would be um it wouldn't be number one, but it'd be top five. I just knew I love that movie too, and I knew that you I just knew how much you loved it. Yeah. Um All right. Yeah. That's all you gotta say. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Number one, David. So my number one pick. What do you want me to reveal? My oh yeah, I'm curious what your. I actually have no actually, idea. This is so far wrong. I have no idea so what you would have guessed. I'm, wrong. And I'm actually. I had no idea because like I knew like a lot of these movies you're talking about, but I could not think of what because you you threw me off because you said it was something you thought like I wouldn't get or I hadn't seen or something. So I, I just don't looked th- up like top movies of all time. I don't think you've seen this. I just looked up top movies of all time. And I saw this come up as one of them, and I also know you were in a play called this, so I thought maybe there's a correlation. I put twelve angry, twelve angry men. men no. That's my guess. Twelve angry men. No. <laughs> I know it's very far off. That is a great movie, though. I watched. I was in the play in high school, and I watched the movie to kind of get a, a feel for the story and everything before uh, the first rehearsal. And that movie is fantastic. Um, 
That was my guess, but no. That is a good guess, though, because I do love that movie. Heck, I'd even put that in my honorable mentions. That's a great mm. movie. Uh, <laughs> I I do hate to say that is incorrect, though. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you hate to say it, David? I do. Not. Um, <laughs> um, my I'm number really one curious pi- to hear what this is. My number one. I know. It. I feel like I'll know it once you say it. Once you once I think you won't be surprised once I say it. My number one pick. I kind of cheated because I put a whole trilogy into number oh one. God, I put the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, yeah. number one. That is surprising to me because I knew you had watched them and I thought you liked them, but I did not think they were your favorite movie of all oh, time. Dude, really? Favorite? Really? When, I, when when we decided we were doing this list, I already knew. Really? I didn't have to think about it. This is my favorite. These are my favorite movies. Okay, actually, going back, thinking about our <laughs> conversations and bookstores. Makes, in bookstores, <laughs> it makes more. We've sense been to now. a bookstore like twenty thousand times. You don't see me going towards the Tolkien session every time. Well, because I can, I can remember now you telling me about how like there was like the Hobbit movie was like. I think you said it wasn't like as good as the other ones or something. They're definitely not as good. They're they're yeah. all right though. They're that. So no. I I do remember you. Okay, I'm really surprised though. Like, when you forced me to watch Harry Potter, like you weren't like making me watch Lord of the Rings. Well, that's because that's true. But I feel like that's because like everybody in that group decided on Harry Potter. True. But I do. But Harry Potter is one of my favorites too, and that's one I knew. Like that's one. Like I don't know. I I think it just it was like one of those heat of the moment things. I was like, I really want Brayden to watch Harry Potter right now. Yeah. I don't know why. Um. Harry Potter, I mean, that's one of my favorites, too. That's in my top four. Um, I'm sorry I cheated, but the thing about these movies, and if you've seen these movies or read the books, you understand that these movies are all back. They're, like, all cohesive with each other, and they're all back-to-back. It's, like, one giant adventure. All three of these movies are one giant movie. <laughs> I mean, one of the movies one giant movie because gotcha, yeah. one of them is, like, four hours long. But, um, well, that's the extended version. Okay. But... I'm making you watch the extended version. So don't worry, because <laughs> if you watch the extended version, it's like six movies because they it's already split Jeez. into two each. Um, but the thing, so I'm sorry for cheating. I'm sorry. It's alright. But I but just think, but here's the thing. I did write down my favorite out of those. Th- there's only three of them, so I didn't really feel the need to like pick one because I love them all. Like those are my three favorite movies of all time. So. To make my list more interesting, I just put them all in number one, pretty much. But my favorite out of all three is probably the second one. I know the third the third one's the most popular one for people to say is their favorite. And that one's freaking fantastic, too. But I've always loved the second one because uh, there's this... Mostly because of this one sequence. There's this one sequence in the second that I just love. Um, I mean, every movie has like this like standout sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, to get into the details, um, here uh, I'll I'll, ta- I'll just talk about the this the information about the second one because that's probably my favorite. Uh, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers came out in two thousand two. is rated PG thirteen. It's a fantasy slash adventure. It's two hour and fifty nine minutes long. <laughs> that's the non extended version too. <laughs> um, stars Viggo Mortensen, Orlando Bloom, Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen, uh, Sean Astin, uh, Liv Tyler. Uh, uh uh christopher lee um directed by directed by peter jackson who by the way peter jackson's releasing that beatles documentary pretty soon mm. which i'm excited to see um this movie made 947 million at the box office 
I think the third one made a billion, but I could be wrong. It did. It made one point one billion. Did it actually? Yeah. Holy cow. Um, I don't know. This movie. I mean, I'm I'm going to be starting the book soon. Uh, uh, Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited to read those. I'm currently working on The Hobbit and Dune and this other Stephen King. I'm re- reading too much at once, actually. It's not good for me. Um, but these these movies don't the, these movies don't make me feel like I'm on an adventure as much as other movies do. This movie really makes you feel like the stakes are high because they are in the movie, but they really make it feel like in your like to yourself that the stakes are high because and you feel like you're with these people and you feel their emotions, and that's all to credit to the acting and the writing and the direction, everything. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. One of my favorite scores of all time. Howard Shore's scores, fan freaking tastic. It's beautiful when it needs to be. It's haunting when it needs to be. But it all carries. My brother did a video essay on it. Actually, really? yeah, and um, he got a good like amount of views on it, uh, which which uh, made me excited for him because he worked really hard on that. I'm gonna have to show that to you sometime. Hmm. Uh, I remember he was asking me some questions because that was he wrote that when I was while I was taking a music theory class, so that information used to be fresh in my head more. Um, some of that I forget though. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, but this movie just makes you feel like you're in this world, and the characters are so good, such good characters. I mean, Tolkien was a genius, honestly, in terms of writing. Fantastic story, and I will. And actually, this story of this movie actually inspired so much including harry potter and actually moana really believe it or not this it really inspired in terms of like plot um but i was talking earlier about how it's so fun to see how things connect all these dots connect in the the background of everything that's the same here basically everything i love in a movie is here Hmm. we my family and i we have a tradition we watch all three of them back to back once a year uh, the extended version. Oh boy! Yeah, uh, not, not like a, well, we, one time we did it all in one day. Really? Well, that was that was a one time thing. I don't think I'll be able to do that again. Yeah. Uh, as much as that, it was fun though. Um, it, Lord of the Ring. I mean, it it doesn't get it doesn't get better than this. It's also one of those movies that has this stigma. It has this stigma where it's like some people might be like, "Oh, I don't want to watch that. That's just a bunch of like." fantasy rubbish Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yeah but i know people my mom for example who's not really always a fan of that type of thing it's one of her favorite movies it's actually one of her like her top five she gave i had she wrote a top 10 list one time it wasn't her top five really yeah and my it's in my dad's top five it's my brother's top i think it's my brother's one too his number one um i don't i've never met a single person who's watched these movies that doesn't like them Heck, love them. Tell I don't me. know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've never watched them. We're watching them someday. I do want to watch them. I do want to. Uh, good. It was either that or I was going to force you, so I'm glad <laughs> you're willing. There's not much to say. I mean... No, I mean, I feel like you did well. The fu- I mean... The funny thing about these movies is Peter Jackson was given literally all the money he wanted to make mm. this movie, and sometimes it's a bad thing. Sometimes yeah. money is used in the wrong places, and it makes movies worse because mm-hmm. some movies don't need that much to carry uh or translate that message they need to translate but this movie does 
fantastic job utilizing the budget in a way it does. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see them. Yay. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my number one. And this is great pick. Great pick. I, so I was much. not expecting it, although I should have been because like looking back on things, I should have. Oh, no, you're good. Great pick. Not 12 Angry Men. But yeah, I feel like this entire episode was just like a celebration of movies. It really has basically. been. This has like, been a movie celebration. Here's to all the movies we like, and there's going to be plenty more I'm sure we'll talk about in the future. Absolutely. Sorry if movies aren't your thing. Oh, well, but we love Sorry them. if this wasn't your cup of tea, but... It was something important to us, like, as our 10th episode. This fit perfect for And if us. you listened and enjoyed us talking about our top 10s, uh, I'm really glad you stuck with, with us this far. If you disagree with us, then that is awesome. I, I, it makes me happy knowing that people have different lists because there's, that's the beauty of art. Yes. Everybody has their own ad- opinion. So if you and disagree with sure us... make sure you list that's, your favorite movie in our question yes. on Spotify. List your favorite movie on Spotify or on Anchor or wherever you're listening to this, if it gives you that option. Mm-hmm. List your favorite movie... Let us know. Um, yeah, and I I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed our picks. Uh, we'd love to hear your picks. Heck, if you want to put your top 10 in, go ahead. I'll read it. Do it. I'll, I'll, like, I'll, we'll read them. If you want us to, us to read them on the show, put in a little note. Say you want us to read them. Um, yeah, is that it? I think that's it. We made yeah. it. We made it through. Thanks for letting us commit a whole episode to this. But <laughs> we, we knew that would take the whole episode. It so. would, yeah. yeah. Um, and it did. <laughs> I, think, I think next time we're going to... Do some holiday stuff. We're gonna maybe do favorite Thanksgiving type yes. things. Oh my gosh! Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Happy Thanksgiving. This will probably yeah. be coming out. I don't know when it'll be released. Probably before or after Thanksgiving. It might. It will come out. Today's Tuesday. Wait, right? Yes. Today's Tuesday, so it'll probably come out Wednesday. So, <laughs> so the day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving so Eve. Happy Thanksgiving. At Thanksgiving at the latest. But Celebrate. Have fun. I mean, go give eat. thanks. Go eat. Go see people. Unless yep. you're sick, um, <laughs> um, then yeah. I hope you feel better. And <laughs> after that, we'll be looking forward to the holidays. Half full holidays. Half full holidays. <laughs> you so almost excited. got it. I wait, What did I say? You just said holidays. <laughs> I almost got it. Oh, but, man. Yeah, half full holidays are starting next week. So Yeah. Um, we're glad glad David's back in studio. We're good. Um, yes, I'm so sorry about the delay. No, nah, don't be sorry. And thank you to NF Nudes for sponsoring this episode. Yes. You, you were the best. Mm. Yep. Um, shout out. Shout out. You guys are awesome. Uh, um, thank you, Braden, for doing this with me. Thank you, David. You're welcome. We did it. We did it. That's episode 10 yeah. in the books. See you in episode 20, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>